All right, what's up, everybody? Happy Friday. Today, I want to go over... This is actually, if you're watching this on YouTube, I don't know if you can see my tattoo in the back of my arm, but I'm going to go over the three most important things to myself. Um, you know, a lot of the podcasts and just content, period, I try to share things that, A, work well for me and things that I preach personally because I feel if it helps me, it could possibly help you. So I wanted to kind of break down these three things. I was kind of stuck between like three podcast idea, and I was thinking about this on Wednesday night as I was kind of planning for it. And uh, I was like, you know what? I've always had this idea to talk about it, but I never really talk about my tattoos. And there's a lot of stories in them kind of a little bit deeper. But so in Japanese, it's health, family, and wealth are the three things that I have in the back of my arm. The reason why it's written in Japanese, a little backstory is my granny. So, so we'll start at the parents. Mom was born in London, pretty much grew up in Pebble Beach. Um, mom's mom, so granny, was born in Japan, but pretty much raised a lot in England, and then obviously Pebble Beach. Dad's side's pretty much all Canada. Uh, so family tree is kind of all over the place, which is cool. You know, grandpa's side, uh, grandpa and mom's side is from Switzerland. So I have a very cultured background, and I always wanted to tie that stuff in, you know, to my tattoos. And the funny part about it, which I think is probably more depressing than funny, is the fact that I haven't really traveled to any of these places. So one day when I decide to get my head out of my ass to get myself a passport, I will travel and I will visit all these places because, you know, family is such a big thing for me. And I have a very small family. Like I'm not, you know, my girlfriend, for example, big Italian family and has so many different levels of every time that we have like a family event. For me, it's like it's my brothers and it's my parents. And that's pretty much as close as my connection is. A little bit of a connection, obviously, to my cousins. Uh, but there wasn't really on my dad's side much of that. But long story short, so that's why it's in Japanese is I wanted to kind of bring in some of the, the culture and the heritage of family background, stuff like that. But I want to go over these three things because I think it's really important in life to, to really hone in on whys and what's really important in life and making sure that we keep coming back to these reminders of these things because it's very easy to get distracted on things that you think are important in reality. They are just an unneeded stress and burden to you um, because you're getting distracted from the really important stuff and the core things of those. So I want to start with number one, which is obviously the most important thing for me. Um, it's the most important thing that I spread my message about, and that is the importance of optimizing your health. And the reason why I have health as my number one my priority, even over family and even over wealth, is because if you don't take care of your health, you can't take care of your family. If you don't take care of your health, you can't take care of your wealth, right? So I think it's like, I personally come from a perspective that I can't pour from an empty glass. So selfishly speaking, I do things first for myself. So I know that I can be selfless in every, every area of my life, right? So every other area of my life being things like my friendships, being like my relationship at home, my relationship with my brothers and my parents, uh, being a boss at work for my employees, being a coach for my members, and so on, right? So I think it's really important that, you know, and I think sometimes I see it even from like a, a male-female side of things sometimes, you know, like I think genetically, I don't know, I don't even want to say this, this is maybe a wrong rabbit hole to go into, but I feel like a lot of female clients that I work with and just females in my life tend to be givers before doing something for themselves, right? And that could just be my surrounding, that could be a wrong statement, whatever, um, I personally come from the other end that I'm like, I'd rather like kind of take care of some of my stuff first so I can bring 100% back to that person, right? So when we think about health, remember 
my message is very holistic. I'm not just preaching the importance of physical health, right? When you look at health, we have to think about the message being something physical. There's a mental side of health. There's a emotional side to health. There's a spiritual side to health. Um, there's a sexual side. There's a, you know, I put all the ulls, the financial, the, the, the communal, the, the social, I don't think I already said social, whatever, so on, right? And I think it's obviously very important to also try to find balance between those things because Pursuit of Balance being the title of this podcast, the entire message of what I'm trying to speak to everybody is, is when we kind of find this sweet harmony and this nice balance between all those areas of health, this is where we feel the best, right? And at the end of the day, the most important thing for our life is to make sure that we feel good in what we're doing, right? We want to try to remove stress. We want to try to remove disease. We want to try to remove heartache. Um, obviously it's impossible to completely remove those things, but the more that we can find harmony, the more we can kind of optimize health overall, the better off we're going to be, right? Um, and just to kind of give you a quick little story from someone that, uh, Melissa, so I don't know if she listens to this stuff, but she just signed up. Friend of mine that I actually went to elementary school with, hung out a little bit in my early 20s, haven't seen her in a while, lives actually in the same city that I am and owns a business down there, just opened up. And she was saying, she's like, she texted me, she's like, hey, I'm like not taking care of myself. I need you to help me. And I want to come to your gym and sign up. So we're doing the fit start yesterday. We're going through all this stuff. And I was like telling her, I was like, the one thing that you can do, you know, she has a son, she has a full-time job. She has a business. She has like, she has a lot going on. And I was like, you need to be able to take care of yourself first. So you can really optimize how you are in your relationship, how you are with your son, how you are at work. And the one lever that we really, really can pull that really optimizes everything is going to be, you know, starting with exercise or starting something to kind of improve and optimize your health overall. I personally, and I probably will make this a separate episode one day, um, I think exercise is the easiest lever to pull to really just optimize everything about your health, right? Like exercise will improve your mental, your emotional state, your spiritual state, your sexual health, your physical health, the whole nine yards, right? So starting with something to improve your health needs to be your number one priority in life because if that is something that you put to the side every single area of your life will suffer your relationship with your family your relationship with your significant other your relationship with your kids your friends your job like there's nothing that it won't affect right so when we look at health being the number one priority for everybody we shouldn't be really paying attention to like what type of protocols do I have in place? If I can't, if I don't have the knowledge, should I go find somebody that has the knowledge? Go get a trainer, go get a nutritionist, go get a therapist. Um, I'm going to tell you right now, there's a lot of things that I think get overcomplicated when it comes to health. When in reality, it's not hard. It just starts with action. You know, it takes maybe just going on walks, maybe just getting outside. Maybe going to the farmer's market, maybe going to the grocery store more often, maybe cooking a little bit more, maybe going to bed earlier, maybe getting off screen. Like a lot of this stuff is like, it's not overwhelming and it's also not very expensive. Um, it can get expensive. You know, I'm, I, someone that runs a fitness business, I can tell you that like it can be expensive depending on what you're looking for. Um, but a lot of this stuff doesn't need to be expensive. But if we can really in life make the number one priority for ourselves be improving our health and always constantly be optimizing that version of ourselves. Um, every single area of your life will dramatically improve, right? So that's number one for me. I've always be forever on until the day I die, be preaching the importance of why we should be optimizing health and more importantly, preaching the reason why we should be optimizing holistically every part and compartment of health, right? 
Um, and like I said earlier, I think exercise and movement are probably the easiest areas to start out of the six dimensions that you guys hear me talk about a lot. Movement and exercise is number one. Not because it's the most important. I just think it's the number one place to start, right? Mindset, I think, is actually the most important. That's my sixth dimension. So however I want to rank it or order it, whatever number it is, um, doing something for yourself with starting with movement and exercise is definitely my number one recommendation to anybody listening to this, to anybody that feels stuck, to anybody that feels stressed, to anybody that feels maybe not happy with where they're at life, like start by taking care of yourself first, right? Because if you can do something for yourself daily, weekly, and all the time, you are going to feel 10x, 100 times, 1000 times so much better, right? Second thing for me is definitely family, right? I think the importance of family and more importantly, like even thinking about community and environment, which is, you know, dimension number five or two, whatever order we look at it, um, community and environment is really the things that you surround yourself with and the external. And I think the recipe for a perfect, happy life or really removing all the things that we want to remove from life starts with putting yourself in the right place, in the right environment, surrounded by the right people. So when I think about family, I think about family kind of being in a few buckets for me. It's not just blood, right? So for me, number one, obviously at the top is going to be blood. My parents, and my brothers are the most important people in my life, right? My parents especially, right? Not to discredit my brothers at all, but like my parents, my mom and dad are definitely number one. Um, my brother's definitely being right there next to him, right? And then there's my significant other, right? The person that I plan on spending the rest of my life with and whoever you are, if you're married or if you're in a relationship long term or you're with that person, you just started dating, you feel like you want to be with them forever, like that obviously should be pretty high up there. Those are damn near blood for me. Even though my significant other does not share any blood type with me and genetically we are not the same person, um, it's someone that I plan on spending the rest of my life with, so I put him up there with family. Then the second kind of tier of family, or maybe the significant other would even be second tier. So second or third tier would be my friends, right? My friends for me are my, my world because it gives me that separation from work. It gives me even the separation from my life at home, you know, and not, and I think it's really important in life to understand that there should be a balance and a nice, healthy separation of time between all those things. I'm not a believer that like, you know, in a relationship, you shouldn't have time for your friends by without the other person there, those kind of things. So my friends have been there forever. Obviously, you know, you go through waves in life where you have friends through school, then you have friends in your early twenties, and then you start to develop work friends. And, you know, I think there's definitely kind of times in life where you have different stages of friends so for example like you know still some of my best friends are people that i went through my party phase with right uh, and even though i don't necessarily party anymore or do what i was doing compared to what i was doing 10 years ago um they're such a big piece to my life right so those are my brothers my sisters those are our my family and that's just a different tier of it um, then the last one for me, and this is really big, and it's not necessarily even just owning a business perspective. I was kind of like this even as an employee, is having work family, right? For me, it's like when you think about something that you're spending almost 25% of your life doing, um, I think that has to be a tier of life and it has to be a tier of family, right? So work family is really, really important to me. The coolest thing about owning a business is obviously I can control who I surround myself with, Um you know, even from a client standpoint, like uh, Tony, one of the coaches here, we just had a fit start with somebody and was like, this person's like really high stress and high anxiety. And I was like, hey, if this person's like 
going to be a problem and you already read that, like we don't need that person here. And I think that's one of the coolest parts about running a small business and just running our own thing is we have control of who we want. We don't want everyone's business, right? We are a very successful gym in Palo Alto, but we also, to a certain extent, A, attract a certain consumer and avatar, but B, have the ability to make that choice if we don't think that person is going to be right for our culture, our energy, our gym, etc. Um, and the beautiful thing about that is I control every aspect of my family, right? Um, or in the work family, I'm sorry. And that's obviously one of my favorite parts about running a business. But when you look at family and all the different tiers, you have blood family no matter what. The blood is the only one that you do not have control of. You have your parents. You have your siblings. You have whatever area of what you would consider blood. Then you have your significant other, which you do have a choice. Okay, You are not stuck in any relationship. Then you have your friends. You do have a choice. You're not stuck anywhere. And friend or the work friends, work family, I would say probably has a little less control, but you still have control, right? Like at, at the end of the day, here's what I mean by that. Um, it's nice to be able to surround yourself by coworkers and people that you enjoy spending time with and being with at the end of the day. Um, but no matter what, if you work in a big company, like if I'm just going to use, you know, my experience, if I worked at Equinox, there was 48 trainers there, um, not counting membership counselors, not counting, you know, managers, all the other stuff, right? So who knows? There could have been 60, 80, 100 employees there. Um, I obviously didn't like everybody, and I'm sure it goes for everybody there, but I liked a lot of them, and I actually really enjoyed my time at Equinox. Um, less about the corporate aspect of the business, but the people I worked with actually was like, hey, I really enjoy a lot of these people that I spend time with, and it makes it easier to be here for 6, 8, 10, 12 hours a day. Um, so you still do have control of that. The only one that I think you obviously don't have control of is your parents, right, or your siblings. So when it comes to family, you have to understand that it's such a big piece to your happiness and your health, and it's something that's inevitable. It's going to be a part of your life. And I, when it comes to my parents, for example, like we've been golfing a lot lately, and I love that we have something like in common hobby-wise, because as I've gotten older, I've realized more of the importance of why I want to spend as much time with my parents as possible. And the reason why is time, unfortunately, as much as that could be infinite, um, our time here on this planet is not. So I think it's really, really important to not get lost in bullshit and drama and working and all these other things that maybe a lot of people think life's about. And for me, it's like it's really important to make sure that my time that I spend on this planet is optimizing my health, really paying attention to making sure that I have the best family in place. So obviously, like I said earlier, one of them I can't control and the other three I do control. Because that really makes up my environment and my community. When I have that in a really, really good place, I feel amazing. So, and I've said this multiple times in previous podcasts, like continually optimize your environment, continually optimize your community and your people you spend time with, because that will be something that forever on is going to reward you and you'll feel amazing with. Now, the last one is wealth. And I think wealth, um, honestly, I would even say when I got the tattoo, I probably even looked at it differently. Like I always looked at wealth being like, I was always very money hungry and I'm still something, a person that's very financially driven. Um, in a lot of ways, I've definitely changed over the last few years where I've looked at wealth as a definition of separation between what I make and what I spend. But more importantly, the biggest piece is like the freedom. Um, and I think wealth for me, um, is that it's, it's, it's the ability to have freedom to do whatever the hell you want. And it's not even just, just a financial aspect. Um, for me, I want to be financially free enough to be able to do whatever the hell I want, right? Which is why I opened up my own business, which is 
why I try to be very smart and conscious with my money and you're very aware financially of what I do with my life. Um, you know, and I put myself in a really good place at a young age because I just adopted that mindset really young. But I always looked at it as kind of chasing the dollar when I was earlier versus now just being smart enough to be like financially, like financial freedom for me used to be like, okay, well, I'm going to open up a business. I'm going to grow the business into a really good place. I'm going to take all that cash and I'm going to put it into investments like real estate or whatever, right? Um, so I can financially have all this time to do whatever the hell I want. And what I've realized now is actually financial freedom is also a part of me is like, I want to, I, I don't want to stop working. I'm someone that enjoys being in the trenches. I'm someone that enjoys working. Uh, I actually had FOMO when I was in Tahoe three weeks ago when Tony and Glenn were closing deals down and I wasn't there. I was like, ah, I just want to be a part of this, right? Like, I really, really enjoy what I do. And I label that as financial freedom. Like, I'm literally getting paid to do what I love, right? And it doesn't feel like work. And the coolest thing about it is I'm making money, right? So when you think about wealth for you, or, you know, whatever position you are in as either employee or employer or whatever that might be, try to look at it as freedom, right? And I think that really takes a different perspective on looking at things like what's really most important to me in my life. Um, you know, for me, like I love my hobbies. My hobbies are such a big piece to me. Like I need time to be on my Harley or my car or to go skimboarding or go golfing or go mountain biking or hang out with our family like we were talking about. And I don't want to work my, my ass off. Like not to discredit my dad. My dad's probably one of the hardest workers I know still to this day. He worked through a lot of his twenties and thirties and obviously into most of his four or some of his forties slaving away to be able to build the financial freedom that he did for his wife, my mom, and us as kids, and did very successful for himself. Um, but there was a lot of sacrifice that required him to get there, right? I personally would rather play the long game. I don't have, you know, earlier as a competitive person I am, my dad retired at a very early age of 46, and I was like, okay, or 42, 46, he'll probably correct me on this. Um, but I was like, okay, well, I'm just going to retire earlier than you. Now, as I've gotten older, I'm like, I don't want to retire. Like, I don't, I really don't want to retire. And who knows? Obviously, it can change. I'm only 31 years old. Um, I want to find something that I really, truly enjoy. So day by day, I wake up and control my hours. Like, yeah, maybe I don't want to work 10 hours a day. Maybe I don't want to work seven days a week or six days a week. I don't want to be Elon Musk. Like, even though the guy is one of the richest people in the world, he works, you know, 80 to 100 hours a week. Like, I personally, not something I'm attracted to. Um, as there's a way I can make good enough money for my family, myself, my significant other, my friends around me, my family, um, and still be free, still have the ability to save, still have the ability to grow, then like, I don't give a shit what the difference on the separation of margin is, um, as long as the margin's net positive, you know? So when you look at wealth, we have to just understand that it's just more of, of control of your time, right? Money is obviously one of the best assets and tools that we can have to buy time back, and this is why... I'm so motivated by running a business still and running my own thing and growing it and doing all those things because I want to be able to use that money to build other people up, buy myself the time that I need, buy myself the financial security and freedom that I need for the future. Um, and like I said, as always, I don't think it's something you need to do as an employer. You can do as an employee, right? So finding what's truly important to you, making sure that's integrated into the lifestyle so you have that balance of wealth. Um, that's personally just how I look at it, right? So those are the three things that I wanted to kind of cover with you guys. I hope this helps anybody that's listening to this as always. Number one, start with your health, fill your cup first, do what you can to make yourself a better person on all compartments of health. Second is understand the importance of family and look at family as a very tiered operation. You have blood, 
you have close friends, you have significant other, and you have work family. These are the people you spend your life with. And if these people are not conducive for your goals, if these people are not conducive to your health, your health, your happiness, um, then it's your responsibility to find those people and surround yourself with those people or put yourself in that job or whatever it might be so that you can have everything that you desire from your life. And then the last one being wealth is understanding that wealth really, I think the true definition is, you know, income minus expenses, like whatever, and that different margin. But more importantly, I think the true kind of definition for myself is the freedom that it provides for you. But most importantly, the freedom that you desire from your life. Uh, I know people that are very, very motivated by work and love working. Do your thing. Keep working 50, 60, 70, 80, 90, 100 hours a week. There is no shame in working your ass off. There is no shame in the rat race. I don't believe that, you know, I, I don't believe that we're all the same. So it's not fair to say that what works for you is going to work for everybody. Like I preach my story and I just hope it connects with a few souls out there, right? Um, if you're not someone that really loves work, then number one, I would find something that maybe you enjoy a little bit more of. Um, be something that pays you well enough to give you that freedom. But more importantly, I look at like job and work as being something that financial freedom can come from doing something you enjoy because it doesn't feel like you're taking 40 hours away from your life if 40 hours a week are part of your life. Um, so really taking time to kind of reevaluate those three things because for me, my health, my family, my wealth will always be the most three important things that I look at in my life. Um, and the things I will always constantly be focused on optimizing because I know it just makes every single thing in my life so much better, right? All right, guys, as always, I hope you enjoyed this one. I hope this helps somebody out there listening to this. Leave a review, share this with somebody that wants to hear this. And as always, I will see you guys next Friday. Have a great weekend. Take care.